Well, hello everybody. I'm Dell Shores. And I'm Emerson Collins, and this is the Dell and Emerson Show. Straight talk. Real gay. Oh, look oh. at us. Hi, everybody. Look at us. For those of you watching, we got our hairs did. We did. We didn't even we didn't even know the other one was doing it today, but um, yes, I went to Brian O'Brien in Palm Springs. Oh, good. I love people who have names like that. Brian O'Brien. Yes. I love that. It's like a brand. It sounds like a law firm. It's not like it's you're you're meant to do something, right? He's fantastic. I'm just gonna give him a plug right now on this show. Brian O'Brien in Palm Springs. Um, how oh, are you, Brian? You look oh, good. Fine. I know what was y'all real answer. Um well, of course, we're going to do a very sort of wedding in Dallas, so I got to look like that serial killer again. So I buzzed it all off for those of you listening later again. But I couldn't do it until this week because, of course, we had that Sissy's live stream this weekend. And spoiler alert, it was not all live. We've been recording those pieces for weeks and weeks, but we wanted it to all look the same. So I couldn't ha suddenly have a shaved head on the broadcast. That's right. That's right. I was. It was bad enough that... Uh, I was in a hotel room for some of it. And, you know, there, there were my daughter, Caroline, I was talking to Caroline about it. And she said, Dad, I didn't even notice that you were in different locations. So, um, yeah. Did anybody first, let's chat about the live stream. Uh, thank you to so many of you that tuned in. We saw lots of your names. You know, we get an email every time someone donates to the foundation. So we see exactly who it is. And I know so many of you watched and supported. But yeah, did anybody else even notice? that Dell's background changed from that hotel he was living in while they worked on the bathroom back to the house. Yeah. You know, while I was out of, um, while I was out of the house, when, you know, when the shit storm happened in my bathroom from all the neighbors shit backing up into my, don't get me started. I will go on off on a rant. It's too early. It um, is. Uh, wait, Erica said, she, of course, Erica noticed that you were in a different location. So yes, it wasn't all exactly live. You try to coordinate uh, everybody's schedule. The, the great thing about, uh, I mean, you know, the great thing about your skills and the internet is that we had the ability to do the, you know, our hosting was live, but every now and then we had to cut to uh, to, to uh, something that we had pre-recorded because you know, you can't, when, when Leslie Jordan's doing one thing and Dale Dickey's doing another thing, you have to coordinate those schedules. And we're so lucky that we work with actors who are continually working. Yes. You getting Willem while he was doing a play in London and Luke McClure is doing a movie in Mississippi. And I mean, it was crazy what you coordinated. It was a hilariously fun effort on our part, but also so representative of how how much they are all wonderful people because that, that sissies, just the movie sissies, you know, Matthew was going to shoot a pride thing at YouTube. Luke's in in Louisiana, right? Shooting. He's in Mississippi. Willem, Willem is in London. And he, so it was morning for us, nighttime for Willem. And he was literally assembling himself to go out that night. Uh, Dale was shooting in, in Pittsburgh. Um, so everybody, but everybody showed up and was happy to do it. So we just had to make it work. We only had a couple that said they, um, 
they were not able to do it. Uh, we, we couldn't get Tate Taylor. He's busy director these days. And then we didn't hear from the, one of the original sissies. We never could get quite contacted, but we tried Sam McConkey, who was wonderful as the first Andrew. But uh, Emerson, you did such a great job. It was such a, I, I was just writing somebody who, uh, Bob, who, Wrote me. Gillenberg, who wrote us a very you're listening. We just love you and thank you for being a, a new ambassador. Uh, Rosemary Alexander looks like her. She's in the the, the house is uh, chairing up our ambassador circle, and we had I think five new ones that came out of that Sissy's live stream. So thank you all for donating. Uh, we did raise over ten grand uh, in one night, and we're gonna have uh, you know some checks for our wonderful theaters and y'all continue even outside of what we're doing please continue to support live theater it's so important as everybody's getting in stay safe while you're doing it you know mask up i i just bought a hundred yeah i'm going to texas i bought a hundred masks <laughs> um backing up a bit the um y'all share what you liked about it and what your favorite parts of the evening were um Ken did say he was in another location. No one would notice your hair. Judy loved your haircut. Thank you, Judy. And Arthur, thank you for being an ambassador. I saw that, yes. <laughs> yes, Arthur is one of the new ambassadors you were just talking about. He wanted to know if there's a uniform. Yes, it's, it's, uh, it's whatever you want that makes you feel good that's yeah. that's my philosophy if you if it's chaps if it's assless chaps sure that's the ambassador costume but if it's a three-piece suit that's your ambassador costume and if you're at home on a live stream it's no pants no pants are necessary i i'm, I'm actually wearing pants today i am not i'm wearing the same lounge shorts i wore for the entire broadcast every recording session um, and Arthur is not alone. As you said, there were five new ambassadors and y'all, that's such a great way. If you want to be a recurring donor to the foundation, you just set it 25 a month and forget it, set it and forget it. And you just automatically will take that money from you. That's right. And it, it, it goes to such amazing, uh, uh, cause to, to cultivate and, and, and mentor other storytellers so that they can tell their stories. Uh, yes, <laughs> Ken says Willem was hilarious. He was so. Uh, I told Emerson, like I called Emerson, where, where, you know, when he he hit the pre when they hit the pre recorded stuff, and we, so we would like go over what we were going to say, and I said, "Oh my God, we cannot trust Willem ever." <laughs> it was like, who knows what's going to come out of his mouth. I, I love that you act like Willem is any worse than you were Leslie Jordan. Or sometimes it was like, you know what? Here's, I I usually, not always, I have to admit, not always, but usually when there's a tender moment, uh -huh. I'm able, Willem is able to like just destroy a tender moment and just like go, but, but there was a janitor that got blown. I mean, you know what he said? It was, I just remember it as, uh, uh, he's so quick. He's oh, just yes. ridiculously quick. Yes. All right. Some of y'all's. Leanne loved every moment. Uh, John Martin said earlier he specifically enjoyed the moments with Sharon. Oh, thank you. I did too. Yeah. Uh, and John, and he saw people's comments, but was sick on Sunday. Just saw it today, shared it, and encouraged people to contribute. Because yes, y'all, if you watched Amazing, if you didn't, please do. Uh, you can also share the YouTube link or the Facebook posts that are the live videos, because those will live forever, because... 
donations to the foundation for the entire rest of this month, all the way to August 31st, will go to this campaign. We've raised over 10 grand, which is five grand to the theaters, five grand to the writer search. That's $200 per theater right now. Uh, but we can keep driving that up, getting some more people in to see it. Uh, this West King, West King music said, I have heard about the show for years, but finally watched it a few weeks ago and loved it. I know. I love that some people have watched the movie or seen it for the first time because we were doing all of this. Yeah, it was. Uh, I've gotten some messages just privately, um, especially on Instagram for some reason, that people say, I hadn't seen it and I watched it. Um, had some people that actually watched it before. Somebody texted me and go, we are sobbing here. <laughs> Please make us laugh. And I said, that's the reason Emerson said we yeah. can't do a reading. Yeah. <laughs> we said, y'all, we can't. Uh, Rob loved the whole show. Oh, thank you, Rob. Um, he said it was a fun evening for sure. And a few tears were shed, especially at the end. I know it. I started crying the moment you 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 put that pass me not oh gentle savior with everybody's angst filled face. It's like no, it's one of my favorites. Donna, you know when we made that pass me not oh gentle savior as an, a DVD extra feature, so Donna just said just find everybody's sweet moments, and she made it all slow motion and all these things. It was like the contemporary Christian music telenovela presents <laughs> not oh gentle savior. <laughs> Oh, um, I love it. And if you notice, some of them had to be slowed down. She had to put Leslie in slow-mo to make it sweet. Yes. And Bobby Eakes was just like so, uh, like everybody else was like, there was pain in their face, but Bobby Eakes just looks so sweet. And Serene. listening to this sermon, it just means so much to me. Yeah. Um, I know. Well, and that, y'all, that's how you can tell, you know, you saw even with our pre-records, the challenge of some of the audio stuff, when you get that many people together and everybody's Wi-Fi is different, Bobby was supposed to film with the full original and all the moms cast and her internet just went out. So I we taped that and I was like, no, y'all, I'm just gonna end this. Like we're gonna get Bobby back later in the broadcast, but it was a whole other day. She changed clothes, redid her hair. We do whatever we can to make sure you- It was like a month later. I was like, oh, oh, oh yeah. And I was, I, I could because remember the first time, which this was, that was the biggest one, is the first time I was at the hotel and then, oh, we got Bobby back and I'm suddenly at my house. Yeah, um, we, we changed a whole location. Bob said, my ambassador uniform is age inappropriate swimwear. Good, I support Bob. that completely, Bob. A thong, a thong would be nice. Yes. And it, I posted one, I posted one today on my Instagram just to get, because whenever I post those stupid swimsuit photos, it gets way more attention. So I always use it to like advertise whatever we're posting. Because if I put up a graphic that says Southern Baptist Sissies live stream this weekend with Willem and Leslie Jordan and Rosemary Newell and Ann and Levi and Debbie and all these things, they'll get like 300 likes. If I put up, here's my bulgy swimsuit, like a thousand. So I put up an offensive photo and then advertise, you can still watch the live stream. Check the link in my bio. There is a point to my pandering. My yes. pander with a point. There is a, there. yes, there is always agenda with Emerson Collins. Hashtag pandering with a purpose. <laughs> that, oh, that's good. That's good. It's alliteration. Yes. Jesse said the parts with Leslie Ann and Dell was the best part. I know that final, when we taped it, I told everyone, I said, look, 
We're going to try to keep each video to like 10 minutes. So we'll keep the evening movie. We'll try to have like a two hour, a little over that show. That taping with Ann and Leslie and Dale was 26 minutes. And I said, of course, that's why everybody's showing up and we will use it all. Yes. Well, we did. We did. It was great. Um, yeah. Anderson, I wanted to say that you your your swimsuits are, for, for my Instagram. It's any time that Beverly D'Angelo comes along yes. and, and has something. I suddenly go from 800 views on my ramblings to 3,000 with Beverly. Yeah. Uh, Slutty or celebrity. That's what yeah. works. Yes. Beverly, Beverly, if y'all haven't gone to my Instagram lately, please go to it. It's all the, also on the Facebook. It's going crazy on Facebook. Beverly went off on the song One Less Bell to Answer, One Less Egg to Fry, was mad at Hal David, who's been dead for years for writing this misogynistic, anti, yeah, I mean, where's Gloria Steinem when you need her? She was, she was, oh, she was mad about that song. And who, she said, who's got the bell? I mean, why does he have a bell anyways? Is this Downton Abbey? <laughs> First of all, until you said it this very second, I have heard that song a jillion times and never knew the exact lyric was one less egg to fry. I don't know what I've been filling it in with, but I definitely know one less bell to answer, one less hair to cry. I, but I then it goes, one less man to pick up after, no mm -hmm. more laughter, but all I do is cry. Also, was she a, is she a polygamist? Was this a Mormon song? Like, does she still have several other men she's picking up after? Maybe this was a, the song of a sister wife. And I told her, I said, this wasn't in the Instagram post, but I called her and I said, you know, I did a little deep diving about that song and how David said that he went to a dinner party one night and this woman uh, during got, got a phone call and said, oh, so-and-so, you know, Emerson Collins is not coming. And she said, oh, one less bell to answer. Beverly goes, I don't give a shit what his inspiration was. I don't care. This is a massage. This is bullshit. A man wrote this song for a woman to sing there. Anyway. Yes. Um, Boca asked, are you going to tattoo your body for the play? Yes. Well, well, it, well, we'll have to figure out, you know, it's a little different when you got to do it every night. So we have to talk with the makeup artist that hasn't been fully uh, figured out yet. And we have one of our theater partners that's, uh, we're benefiting from the live stream. Terrific new theaters here said, love meeting the foundation's new executive director, Alison Bergman. Y'all, she is amazing. Yes, she is. So we, we y'all may not uh, know this, but we just didn't even, I, it's so weird not even having a script. We're just talking. And y'all and, and can see I'm in my, my condo in Palm Springs after the live stream stream uh, i talked to emerson collins half the way down here i just got in my i loaded everything up got in my car and drove here but emerson there were some problems oh tell us about it well when i walked into my condo y'all they had left somebody had left at least 50 magazines and just stacked them up like anybody wants them. I'm a minimalist, I like minimal stuff, but here's what they did that really pissed me off. Oh, no. I have this Tammy Wynette shrine. Uh-huh. Got Tammy Wynette and she's standing in a spotlight basically. There's her record albums, a couple yes. of books. There's some sheet music till I can make it on my own. Oh, and there's a picture of me. The picture of me and Tammy was broken and just put into a drawer. <gasps> 
And then I love the gay gasp is happening <laughs> nationwide. And then all of that shit, uh, and not shit, it's Tammy stuff. All of the Tammy uh, memorabilia was moved clean across the room, put on shelves, not even displayed properly. I had to redo the whole thing. And there it is. Y'all can kind of see it. There's Tammy. Um, and there's, that's the, this is Stand By Your Man. Uh, and I mean, you know, it's some important, it's some very important stuff. And wait, life. did you get a new picture frame? I went to Marshall's and got that today. Oh, good. You know, because I worry. It makes me think of the, you know, in, in Coco, when he knocked the picture off the ofrenda. And, you know, the it's like if Tammy can't vi visit you. No, 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 no. I don't know where she's welcome. It's like, I felt like, you know how the Christian goes, this is a side, this is end times. I felt like it was end times for me, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Tammy, my Tammy stuff. And um, so anyway, this is my condo in Palm Springs. And um, uh, if you won't move shit around, you can actually rent it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm putting the link in the chat room. And if you're listening back later, I don't know, go to Dell's Facebook page to find it. Or it's on yeah. Vacasa, right? Vacasa. Yeah, just all you have to do is you just Google sorted lives condo and it will come up. It's uh, it's got a lot of uh, fun memorabilia. I, I'm actually uh, Emerson. I'm, I'm see if I can show them. I'm taking if y'all. Oh, I don't see you see what over there that lamp. Uh huh. Those are wooden legs. Those are yeah. GW's wooden legs that are attached to those lamps. But I'm going to unstrap them and take them to Texas. They're going to be on stage in a very sordid wedding. So, so if you rent between now and, you know, November, the legs will be missing, but the rest of the shrine okay. and memorabilia will be there. Yes. Uh, wait, Max said, pandering with a purpose. He had a big campaign for stop the deportations for non-U.S. partners for years. Couldn't get any attention with graphics. But when he started posting gay binational couples with their shirts off looking sexy, suddenly they got lots of attention. See, pandering works, y'all. Well... I don't have nothing to pander, Emerson. <laughs> I would like people go, no, put your clothes back on. Um, um, now, y'all, I told you, we had, it was so much to get ready for this live stream. I am trying to pack up my apartment to leave Blake's in Mississippi for three months. I'm driving out to Texas on Thursday. So I hadn't looked at a bit of queer news this week. So y'all got to tell us. The rest of the show, what you want us to talk about? Are there any stories you want us to comment on, whether we're educated or not? Any hot topics? Fire them at us, and we will ramble on and on about it. Rosemary said, "The condo is more sorted museum than resort getaway. It's a little bit of both because y'all, it's real cute. It's got a great little pool. It's fenced off, you know, from the wider world, and it's right off the main drag in Palm Springs. You can walk to a whole bunch of restaurants." You can you, you can literally yeah you can walk to eight four nine restaurant it's literally but it's right by Trina Turk it's very yeah. close to Trina Turk eight four nine has our favorite our favorite like daytime meal in Palm Springs right now is eight four nine we go you sit in the bar because you can get the most of the same menu and they just have a smoked grilled chicken Caesar salad that I just love I had the crab cake Benedict today <laughs> this is what happens y'all when we don't plan a show. So I felt like there was something else I was going to share earlier. Lord, I scrubbing this house because there's nothing worse than leaving your house and then coming back and it being like musty or a little bit. You forgot something. So I'm like checking all the corners and cleaning. 
trying to figure out what to take to Texas. But since I'm driving, I'm just doing that thing where I overpack, stuff the bags full, throw it in the trunk, and I'll figure it out when I get there. Um, Will Willem Gal, uh, he he's asked a question. Uh, will we ever get to stream Sorted Lives this series? Yes, you will. Uh, we just uh, we just got a deal with Breaking Glass Pictures. They're picking up a lot of my my things. Uh, Naked Sorted Reality is there right now. It's already streaming, and Six Characters in Search of a Play is already streaming. So yes, you will absolutely uh, get uh, Sorted Lives the series probably in the next two or three months. Good news. Uh -huh. Yes, and on the question of how long will this hiatus of the Dell and Emerson show be, the real answer is we don't know. Um, while we were in Texas, you know, we've got a bunch of work to do on the foundation, doing the show, uh, working, putting up a very sort of wedding, this world premiere play that Dell's going to direct and I'm going to assist on in like basically three and a half weeks with 17 actors and figuring out how it's all going to work on a stage with all these locations is going to be a full time job. And Putting this show together, regardless of what it seems like, I spend a whole day each week getting the show ready. So two of my days every week are just getting these two shows ready. And that's just not possible uh, for, a for a little while. We might do a special one-off show occasionally. We can update you on how a very sort of wedding is going there. But the real answer is you, when you see a post that says the Dell and Emerson show is back, you'll know it's back. We had to do this when we filmed a very sorted wedding. It's interesting, sorted wedding always uh, kicks us off the Della and Emerson show. But yeah. we were, when we were on the air before uh, with uh, the U UPN, UB UBN, UBN, UBN radio. Yeah, UBN radio. We we had to go on hiatus, and we we just you know the the one thing that I have learned, and I hope that all of you are uh, okay with it, is that I in I had I stopped teaching my classes. I I, I've just decided I can't do everything. So I'm going to have to focus on the, the things that, that uh, are paying me and are important to me because it's really important to get this world premiere right. Because the way I work a world premiere and Emerson, I think this is, let's see, you've been with me now, uh, yellow, yellow world premiere. And this side of crazy. So this is the third, I guess this is, is this just third, three with us? Yeah, because everything else existed before me. Right. So, so Emerson knows that part of my writing is actually putting it on its feet. And that's where you fine tune it. And it lives forever in those playbooks. So you have to get it right. So I'm yeah. really going to focus on that and uh, not a whole lot else. And well, I also have another play that I'm writing uh, that opens right after that at Northwestern State University. So uh, in Louisiana, I, people get they always go, you're going to Chicago. No, not Chicago, Louisiana. Boca asked, since you're streaming the series, will the next step be more episodes? No, <laughs> that that is done. That, it, that chapter is closed. I always I always ask the question: How many second seasons start X amount years later? Uh, well, you know, people are hoping because it feels like the pandemic years. You know, we, with everything coming back fifteen years later, Dexter's coming out with more episodes. I know the reboots. So and, and yeah, so then then that all started, and people will go, "Well, they rebooted this." Yes, they did. The problem is, and I, I y'all don't get me wrong, I would love to do more. I, I always love everybody who wants more, but the, the issue is the, the truly, you know, first of all, Sarah Hunley's dad, Rue McClenahan's dad, 
uh, and it would have to be really a different show. Uh, so there yeah. you go. Like, look, now look, if we made it to sell some other TV series, because y'all were working on that, um, and we get suddenly a bunch of power and money in the industry, then the world becomes your oyster. And that's right. just said something that would be more possible, right? Do a series, new characters in the same universe. You know, look, we're never going to get too far from the Southern sensibilities of it all anyway. Uh, yeah, same universe. I like that, Summer. Uh, you know, there's, right. there's thoughts percolating. Uh, yeah. I had to go get my car serviced because, you know, you remember I bought this new car because it got totaled at the beginning of last year while we were doing this side of crazy. My car was totaled making a left turn at Dell to go to Dell's house right by the Hollywood Bowl. Not my fault. So I bought a new car and then the world shut down for 18 months. So I just kept making payments on this car that I was not needing to drive anywhere. And they sent me my like six month checkup. You know, they're like 5000 miles. Come in and get serviced. And so I went in last Thursday and they said, well, that's actually expired. I said, I have only driven 1600 miles on this car that I bought from y'all. And this prepaid maintenance plan sure as shit better cover my 5,000 mile checkup when I've only driven 1600. I realize it's been a long time, but we had just sat in my street. I think that's less for me, Emerson, because I, I don't know. Uh, you've I, done more. You've been up to see Beverly a couple times and things. I haven't been anywhere. Oh, that's right. Santa Barbara. and um, Also, when we go to Palm Springs, we drive Blake's car because it's a Prius. Better mileage, yes. you know, and better. Well, um, but yeah. I, and I have this. I'm excited because uh, I, I can fill up and I don't have to fill up for another month with this uh, Corolla hybrid that I have now. Uh huh. I, I know these hybrids. You know, I'm I'm done with the the those BMW. I mean, you met me. I had a DM, uh -huh. BMW four by four. Yeah, there was also a lot more income coming in back then. <laughs> that helps too. So that's that. Helps. that. Um, um, Rob asked, "Wait, what kind of car did I buy? I bought a Corolla. You we know, both have Corolla. They're real good maintaining their value." The, the one I bought after Dell totaled my other car was a Corolla. So this time when a different person totaled this car, I got a newer Corolla. I and love, how you, I love how you had to just slip that in that I totaled your car. Every time. Yeah. It's never not funny that you backed into my car ever so slowly and totaled it. You know what um, I, I thought would help me? Because I'm not a good backer-upper. I uh -huh. thought would help me was in the new car. I, yours has the camera, right? Where when uh -huh. you're back in. Uh-huh. It, throws me off. It's not accurate. It just, I thought it would help, but it's not. Uh-uh. Um, I, I just didn't make sense. The only time I use it is once I'm in the spot, I use it to tell like how close I am to the car behind me. The people that parallel park using that camera, I do not trust that. Uh-uh. No more. Uh-uh. Do it no. over your shoulder. Over your shoulder like you were taught. The, um, but you're now, I'm driving out to El Paso day one and then to Dallas the second day, but you're driving in two, right? Yeah, I, I decided, first of all, let me just tell you. Oh, do please. And, and um, she, I don't see her, but Erica thought that was, um, Erica said she liked Gracie there. That's not Gracie, that's Sissy. The that's good Sissy, one. but it was Gracie when she was great. Oh, was Gracie up there? Yeah. Oh. Who knows what Gracie's up? So Gracie, and Emerson knows this, Gracie is the worst passenger of my dogs. She has to, she, she starts hyperventilating and then she gets on my arm and has to look out the window. And then more than once she's thrown up on me. So, uh -huh. um, I did my research called the vet and they said, you know, Benadryl. And they told me how many, 
milligrams and pounds and to give her some Benadryl to kind of drowse her out. But Caroline, my daughter Caroline gave me um, or, or, or told me about this car seat for the dog. It's a car bed, but it has a leash on it. So Gracie, all the way down here, she like, what the fuck is this? You know, she's like moving around, trying to get to me. And she's very not, she's not happy about this at all. So I'm driving Emerson. I'm almost at 111, you know, where you cut off. Yeah. And all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> she had jumped in the back and was like, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to hang my dog. So yeah. I, I pulled off and I got her back. She's fine. But uh, she's so dramatic. Of course, y'all know Gracie's the one that still acts like she doesn't understand how a leash works after right. eight years now. What is it? How old are they with you? Uh, well, yes, they're well, they're eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. Yeah. She's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, okay. Well, y'all, <laughs> y'all, we reached the halfway house of this show theoretically. Oh, yeah. uh, we will not stick around for this full hour if y'all don't have some topics or some things because I don't, I don't want to waste everybody's time. With anything from the news, from life, from what you want to chat about. And we had a couple people already go ahead and tip for this. Bullshit. Oh, thank you for this last one. Michael was, Shane said, for your trip to Texas, specifically, Bob Bielenberg, for your lovely note earlier, we appreciate you so much. And Jonathan Pakerton, who already tipped. If you want to send us one last tip before we go on hiatus, you can do that on Venmo at Emerson Collins or on PayPal to Beard Collins Shores Productions at gmail.com. And really, y'all, part of it is, you know, lots of people charge for their podcasts or they do one a week that's free and then they do additional shows on a Patreon. And with the 8,000 things we are constantly doing and producing, I just couldn't manage another platform. But this is a lot of work for like, you know, basically free that we do. And so we just got to focus on the paying work for a little bit. For a little bit. We, we, we love doing this. Uh, uh, while y'all are tipping, just madly tipping us, uh, I want to read a tweet to you, Emerson, that I wrote today that's getting a little bit of attention. Oh, please uh, do. Uh, it, um, there are certain anti-vaxxers anti who seem worried about the vaccine modifying uh -huh. their, gener their genetic makeup and causing infertility. For some, I don't think that would be a bad thing. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, a little like... You know, purifying some gene pools wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. The gene pool stops here. You know, there's a couple of there's a couple of gene puddles that could use some bleach. That's all I'm yeah, they're just sanitizing, just a little bit of sanitizing. Let's just let's just kill that particular puddle off. How about those people in Mississippi all going to the hospital because they're drinking some kind of invermectin? That like. That is for your cows and your, when the FDA has to put out a warning that says, please do not take medication that is formulated and concentrated for livestock. But, but the vaccine's a bad thing. Also, not, yeah, uh-huh. Not I that mean, horse pills. Those, those cow medicine, that seems fine. But, and also the people who are like, it's not FDA approved. Well, now it's FDA approved. Oh, but you know, we don't know where we're not, we're worried about some of the stuff that's in it. If y'all move the goalposts any further, you're going to die before you reach them. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, good. We got some topics. So let's see. Um, Zana said, Demi Lovato. You know, we love them. We absolutely do. Um, of course, she and our good friend, Matthew Scott Montgomery, are very close. Um, 
working on some things with them. I know I got it right first and then uh, hit it on the second. Um, they've been working on something and I don't know where it is on the publicity, uh, but I know Matthew and they have something coming up. They, they, um, actually, Matthew actually said the name of it on the, uh, the uh, uh, it's like searching for something. It's a UFO kind of uh, reality show. Yeah. I just wasn't repeating it because they hadn't put out any publicity anywhere. And oh. I think he thought back when we recorded that, that it was, that it'd be announced by now, but I hadn't seen it anywhere. Okay. But they do have something exciting coming to Peacock soon. Yes. I could listen to their voice all day and all night long. Such a talent, such a talent. Yeah. Um, oh, Kathy asked, isn't Gracie your escapee? Gracie, Gracie is the escapee. Gracie has lost privileges at home. Uh, to run up the steps like the other dogs get to do. She has to walk all the way into the house with the leash. Gracie is the problem child, but here's the interesting thing. It, it, she has proven to me that if you're, a, if you're like the bad kid, the negative attention makes you popular. And <laughs> I was walking in West Hollywood when I was in the hotel. I think I maybe mentioned it on the, the show. And some guy stops me and he goes, oh my God. Are these, the, he didn't say, is this Del Shores? No, he said, are these the three little bitches? Is that Gracie? Is that Gracie? Gracie got recognized. And because um, we do that dog talk together and yes. oh, she has her, she she's full of herself. Um, uh, she is. Okay. White Lotus. Did uh, you finish it? What's that? Did you finish it? I finished it. Yes. Um, I, I loved it except for the ending. I was not happy with the, the way it wrapped up. Uh, Emerson was not as big of a fan as me, but I, I, Re Rebecca, my daughter, Rebecca and I watched it. It was our Sunday night uh, kind of binge. Not I binge. thought the performances were excellent. I appreciated the like rich white people on ye, on we, on you, we theme. Um, but I'm just, I just don't care that much about rich white people struggling. Um, I thought it was beautifully shot and well done. And I understood the importance of all the themes, but here's my comparison. Cause I just started nine perfect strangers. That's Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy and Whoa. that gorgeous man, Luke Evans, um, new series. And they're in sort of similar worlds. Cause it's about a tranquilum, this retreat that these nine people go to and Nicole Kidman's like the guru, so to speak. And it is what I wanted White Lotus to be because it's moving with a pace. There's like some mystery involved. Every episode is ending with a cliffhanger. It's just much more the like, it suits my desire from that sort of rich white people world a little better. Yeah, so, question about that. Is that HBO Max as well? No, it's Hulu. Okay. Hulu. Uh, I, got, I have got to watch that next, I guess. I, Hulu. you know, I'm still- three of them on Sunday and I watched all of them that night. Oh, you just because each one ended with a cliffhanger. Cause I was like, Oh, I should go home and go to bed. I got a pack and crap. And I was like, Oh, I, got, I can't, I can't stop. So um, I'm reading author Jackson says, Dell bring a show to Atlanta. Leslie did great work here. Uh, I I'm going to, uh, and Emerson's going to be a, a part of it. We are doing uh, the shit stir at the Rose Room on the 26th. We have not yet uh, put tickets on sale. It's going to be a seven o'clock show uh, and a, a meet and greet before. But that, but uh, Arthur, to answer your question about Atlanta, 
I'm doing a little more selective now after the pandemic. So bring me in for something. I love doing like, uh, you know, a, a one-off for a charity. And I loved it when I played Atlanta with Leslie and Ann Walker. And so those, those would be very appealing to me. So yeah, put, put something together. I'll, I'll come. Um, all right. Backing up in the comments. Uh, there is no official date yet for those tickets, correct? But they will be able to find the Shitstar tickets on your website and we'll send out Big E Blast, everybody. Y'all, you will absolutely know when those tickets are first on sale. If you are not on our website, uh, I mean, if you don't get our constant contacts when, you know, to alert you of the show, uh, you're on our social media, you will know about the Shitstar when the tickets go on sale. I promise you. Y'all know we don't, we barrage you with that information so many times. Uh, Dennis said, I wish I could make the premiere in Dallas, but work demands my presence. Any of you, Arthur also said, I may drive to Texas to catch your show oh, because awesome. a very sort of wedding. Obviously, I will be at every show since I'm going to be in it. And Dale will be at all of those shows too because it's a limited special run. So if you're in the environs or in the mood to make a trip to Dallas, come on back. And if you pick that first weekend, you can come see the show and then come see Dell's The Shitster Show at the Rose Room on Sunday night. Ann Walker's coming in for it. Yes, Ann Walker's coming. It's not so a surprise anymore. That's our, our preview of the secret announcement for y'all on our live shows here. Yeah. But yeah. It's going to be and a big Walker, one. Yeah, that River's Edge. God, there's a story I'd like to tell about that River's Edge that happened there. What uh, River's Edge? He said, loved you at River's Edge. Uh, when I went to River's Edge at that, uh, you know, the gay campground where Bo Bridges came uh -huh. and, uh, and Wendy and uh, everybody what was naked. You want to tell? Do I dare? I don't know which one you're talking about, but uh, yes. You know how my ex and uh, then I invited a friend uh, is like, uh, um, I'll tell it. What the fuck? It's my We'll story. keep it here among the 54 of you live and anybody that listens to the podcast from now until sure. forever. So I'm not going to name names, but I invited, you know, I re reacquainted with one of my exes who's an amazing, amazing person. And I go way back. Uh, and uh, I thought uh, my understanding in the flirtation was that there was a reconnection going on. And I'd also invited a couple of other friends to uh, the river's edge to hang out. Uh, and uh, there were, so he was, uh, he was supposed to stay with me in my cabin. And then the first night he kind of, oh, something happened where he had to get back, blah, blah, blah. And unbeknownst to me, he and one of my friends were hooking up and uh, who was staying like, I guess at the, the tent, uh, in a tent somewhere. I, I don't a, know tent round, a tent round the way. Now I'm not sure that they, 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 you know, he stayed overnight there instead of with me. I don't know. I don't know. But I was told they were holding hands during my show, <gasps> sitting by, you know, in the VIP section by the pool with Bo and Wendy Bridges. <laughs> and they are married now. So I celebrate that, but he's never spoken to me again. And uh, the way the way I found out was the new husband, who's a really good friend, and you know him. Uh, and he, I invited him to breakfast when we went to the film festival in Atlanta, and he just dropped it like about to get married and said his name. And I go, wait, 
what this it, yeah you didn't know you didn't know i thought you knew and uh anyway it was it just think that's kind of fucked up I mean, it is definitely weird not to tell your friend, by the way, I'm dating. And also now I'm going to marry your other friend that you dated. And and the only reason they met was because of me. But I guess I, I, I reacted so strongly that I, I was very, I was like so upset. Not that they were together, but I right. felt like it would have been nice to have been told. Yeah. Also, if not telling you makes it a thing, telling you by like, hey, I know that y'all dated whatever, but, you know, we're hanging out and it's going really well. I mean, it's not, a, you know, it might have been awkward if they'd asked you to perform the wedding, but, you know, a little notice. But you know what? If, what? They, if they had both of I love them both so much. I, I really do. And I still love them. And that love doesn't go away. But uh, if they had said we're in love and we found love because of you, thank you, and we want you to perform the wedding, I would have been there. Well, I yes. would have absolutely been there to do it. Also, you would have gotten 10 new minutes of stand-up out of performing this wedding for this man that I used to date and this man that was my friend. I mean, you know, it's all just material. For the next show, Blair asked, what are the dates of the show in Dallas? Uh, a very sort of wedding is September 24th through October 3rd. Dell's the shit stirrer will be Sunday, September 26th. So you could make it a double day. Come see the matinee of a very sort of wedding. Get you some food. Have a cocktail. Come to see the shit stirrer at the Rose Room. It's a combo. Yeah. It's a very sorted Sunday at that point. Yeah. It's uh and 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 it's you know we're just uh we we just had a production meeting. I just have to say, I mean, we're so lucky to have so many amazing theater partners with the Del Shores Foundation. But we we also, uh, Emerson and I, as we said the other day, we met because of Uptown Players. For So for us to go back and for me to direct Emerson Collins for the first time he's been back in a production at Uptown Players in a much bigger theater than I originally saw him in. They've grown so much since oh. then. It's just thrilling. And they, they put together, Jeff and Craig put together the best team. I mean, we have such an amazing designer team, lighting, sound, costumes, everything. I just love them. It's just a, a, a beautiful place to work. Yes. So uh, I mean, they're near and dear to my heart. The One of the founding artistic directors, Jeff Rain and I, were in the ensemble of Annie Get Your Gun together when I was in college. And look at us now. Now, does, uh, Jeff, does Jeff sing? Yeah. Jeff is in musicals and things. I'm gonna have to have him. We're gonna have to go to karaoke one night. I got. I need to hear him sing. I've Thanks. never heard him sing. Uh, you're. Are you watching Beverly Hills? Are you caught up? I am. I am. It's on tonight. Right? Thoughts on Erica Jane? You know, we you, because we keep it mostly queer focused here. We don't get into our housewife stuff often. But what are your thoughts? My thoughts is she's lying. About which oh, yeah. part? A, a lot. I mean, I think that there's, there is definite, I, I don't know how, first of all, let's just start. She's the president of her CEO, a certain amount of money, like a lot of money, uh -huh. $20 million moved into that. Now you and I are partners in a few places. We would notice if our bank account went up that much and where did it come from? I, I don't, I, I mean, I, I, I disagree a lot. There. I think that's 
I think there's lots of obfuscation going on about like when and what and that weird car wreck and all of that. But I absolutely think with the kind of man he was, all the stuff that they said about his lawyers not even knowing where the money was or having access to bank accounts for the law firm, it's still distinctly possible that an LLC was set up in her name that he controlled is one possibility. Mm -hmm. Because you can call an LLC whatever you want. And second, absolutely, there's a thousand ways you can say, I'm moving money into this for whatever, da, 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 da. I think the one big leap I think two people are making that I don't support is that she knew where the money came from. I think that that, I, oh, I, I, don't, I, I don't think that, I don't think that. And you know, I, and I told you, I think I told you, I don't know if I told everybody here that I worked with her when all of that was going on. She, the Quibi show that Leslie Jordan did, that's now Roku, Roku called, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Squeaky clean. Uh, I, I I helped on that show with some some of the suggestions for what came out of Leslie Jordan's mouth. And Erica Jane was so delightful and so sweet and very professional to work with. So there's that. And you know, I I don't you know. I do think there's room for. Uh, the divorce to have arrived at a convenient time. Yeah, I do too. Um, where it's like, oh, th- but I still think it's very possible. It was like, oh, there's some things coming down that, you know, I don't want to, and maybe we should, you know, and protect some things. Um, I, I think her ba- best course of action at this point would be to say, I'm horrified to know that money was used in my life that I didn't was not aware of where it came from that should have gone to people who deserved it, who desperately need it who had things go wrong in their lives. And I would like to ensure that I get no money until all of those people get all their money. And if you have to take money that I have to make that right, do it. I can start over and make my own money. Do you know what I mean? I think there is a way that she could step in front of this um, and then get so much goodwill from people right. and then make more money as an individual woman on her own now. Um, of course, that's easy to say because I wasn't used to living in a giant mansion in Pasadena. Well, you know what? We should be spin doctors, Emerson, because you know, what's his name? C.K. Lewis. Is that his name? Uh, the comment? Louis C.K. Yeah. So, so <laughs> C.K. Lewis. You got close to C.S. Lewis, the Christian writer of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. But I was thinking, you know, I was, oh, so when all that went down with him and all those, those great comics that he masturbated in front of, I was thinking, you know what you should do is you should produce a tour all the money go to women's rights, women, and pay these women a shit ton of money to step on stage and talk, but you don't step on stage. But instead, he steps on stage and makes money. And I I think, you know, there's ways to do these things when you fucked up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There, you know, there are, at least ways that can demonstrate uh, where your heart is through your actions. Oh, we had a very important question from Boca. Said, is it better to use your left hand or your right hand? Discuss. Well, I'm a lefty, so left hand all times and all things. For what? Masturbation? Well, I presume, yes. Well, I think I've talked about this on this show. Is I'm, I'm a right-handed person who masturbates with his left hand. I don't think they were talking about flipping flapjacks. I don't think the question was about what do you use for a fly swatter or a or a spatula. I use it. I'm using my left hand a lot more these days because my right hand, my right shoulder's not healed. 
Well, yeah, you know, and it just gives you choices. Arthur did see you at the River's Edge, by the way. Thank you, Arthur. I appreciate that. So you, yeah, I mean, they were holding hands while I was doing that great show by the pool. So you were there, Arthur, when the deed occurred. But, so, so I want to tell you a really quick story. You know this story. Arthur, you were there when Bo Bridges and, uh, contacted me and he said, I'm, I'm shooting something right outside of Atlanta. I want to come see you perform. And I said, wait, whoa, Bo, Bo, Bo. No, this is like, you know, a this is a, a naked uh, resort for men. And he and he's go, well, uh, uh, let me talk to Wendy. And then he he writes me back and he says, Wendy says that she might even go naked. I'm not going to. So there was when we got there, when Bo arrived, there was this golf court cart processional that ended up in this like outdoor. It looked like a tent revival almost where they had a coffin with Peggy you know, in the coffin and they had all, they, they, they had this mock funeral of Peggy. And so we're, you know, people, I told Bo, I said, if, and there was a, oh, by the way, this is very important. There was a costume contest. So people were dressed up like the characters and I was to judge it. So there is this, just this drunk, naked, leathery guy that is smoking a cigarette. I hope it wasn't you, Arthur. Who, I don't think it was. And, and, and I hope it was. <laughs> and he's like, so he's, he's great. He's sweet. He's like a, he's like the Juanita kind of the, of the camp. And uh, Bo, I told Bo, I said, you will be such a hero to many. If you hop off of this golf cart, and just start screaming, Peggy, 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 all the way to the coffin. A lot of people didn't know Bo was there because I, you know how it is, Emerson. People cancel and you don't want to get people's hopes up. So Bo does it. He hops off of that, does the wooden legs things, and he's just going, Peggy, 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 Peggy. And the naked leather guy comes and stands next to me and he goes, that one ought to win the contest. <laughs> yes. Yes. Arthur, was that you? He said it wasn't. He oh. said it was not him. And as Rosemary said, tickets to a very sort of wedding to play are on sale at uptownplayers.org. Ken said you should open for him with some stand-up, M. Say we we will, Ann and I, and you know, we'll be doing some things at the show. We will, of course, be participating. Um Oh, Michael said, I wish I'd known about the show. I wouldn't have gone to Dallas two weeks ago. Well, Michael, it's not for, you know, five more weeks. So you could think about coming back. I mean, where are you, Michael? I mean, can't you come back? I mean, we're worth it, Michael. We're worth it. Um. Oh, Tina, this is so sweet. She said, just want to say I enjoy your show so much and hope to meet you both someday somewhere. Love the Dell Shores Foundation. Y'all make me laugh and your guests you've had on. Safe travels. And I know there's so much fun and great memories ahead for y'all. Y'all realize we did almost 130 shows since the beginning of lockdown of this. We have done more, as many now in the lockdowns, as we did of the entire Dell and Emerson show run from 2014 to 2016. Yeah. Uh, we, and, and, and I want to say that, that, you know, as many memories as y'all had, I have some amazing memories spending with you guys during the lockdown. Y'all kept me sane-ish. No, yeah. sane. Y'all watched, um, <laughs> watched my entire mental health journey when I like lost my mind, lost too much weight, 
got on pills. They didn't work. Got on other pills. They did work and finally got myself back together. I was going to post this photo the other day and because I'm so thin in Palm Springs. And if you don't know that I'm having a mental health crisis, I just look fantastic. And I told Blake, I said, maybe that anxiety should come back. I'd be, I'd look ready for this play in a couple of weeks. He did not find that as funny as I did. Well, he's off being creative too. He is. Arthur just asked, Blake is in Mississippi for the next three months at the University of Mississippi as a special guest professor in the opera department to direct their production of The Light in the Piazza with student and professional performers at their giant 1,700-seat touring theater there on the Ole Miss campus. So he's off Mississippi while we head off to Texas. That's, that's, uh, it's so, it's really kind of wonderful that as we're hearing, uh, you know, we're going back to work, we get to go back to work. That's what we do. I mean, that's what we, we thrive on that. We, we get to create and it it makes me emotional to think that I'm going to get to create again. I'm going to get to step into a theater. Yeah. I'm going to have a mask on and I'm going to be working to make sure I'm safe because we are in Dallas and then I'll be in Louisiana but just the fact that I'm going to be with humans and directing them, it, it's it's a, a beautiful thing. And I just love that Blake is getting to do that. And I'm seeing people standing on stage again and and doing what we do best. So, yeah. oh, look who's in the room, Sally. Oh. Uh, this is, y'all, this is one of our cast members at a very sorted wedding. Uh, she is playing so many roles. Um, there, Peggy is back in a very sorted wedding. It's a she little is. bit different from the movie. She's playing Peggy. Let me just see if I can go through them. She's playing Peggy Hortense. Yep. yep. Also playing Vera. Yep. Is that it? Yeah. That's, that's the major it. ones. Those and are- y'all need to know too. Sally Soldo has been an icon of Dallas theater since even before I started working there originally. Like it's so exciting that she'll be joining this production. We have a number of. Uh, luminaries from the Dallas theater community that will be in the world premiere of this. Um, so I still think about like being a very new, excitable out of Baylor actor and like seeing Sally work. Um, so this, there's so much too for me that's very full circle about this experience from the wide eyed boy to now coming back and that we shot scenes from the movie there and that we'll get to go to the room, the Rose room and Cassie's going to come cameo in the play. It's just, Gonna be a big old love fest as we work real hard for four weeks. Oh, she's also uh, little Nisi. She just reminded us. Oh, yes, yes. But, uh, little Nisi's off camera. I mean, off stage. Here, I'm, I'm don't, don't worry. Yes, Louise Beard will be playing. <laughs> Louise with that tongue bit off. Sally will be off stage grunting as well. You know, you're throwing a remote control on the stage. Um, so yeah, so we're excited, y'all, and. Uh, We'll, we'll we'll hopefully you know do a show close to you and yeah if all if it, and then I, 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 if I just keep following me on Instagram and everything and I'll let you guys know because uh, some of you have been asking when the show it's called um, in memoriam of Lena that I'm going to be directing with students at Northwestern State University in Louisiana and oh I had the pleasure this week and some a little bit of the heartbreak they announced the cast. And I've just been getting the sweetest letters from my students. Um, they're just so excited, you know, to to work. I mean, on a world premiere as a college student of a yeah. new play. Yeah. yeah. 
I gotta finish it. I want to show. Can I show people how I write plays? Please do. That chicken scratch. <laughs> so this is how I write plays. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is in memorial. This is my work this morning, y'all. Here in Palm Springs. <laughs> this is good you do see there's like, can you read right there? I believe that says, fuck you, Jesus. Uh, Y'all, it looks like a very sorted serial killer. Because like, I have had to try to read that before. And more than once over the years, Dell has brought a legal pad to me and said, what word do you think I was trying to write here when he goes to type it into the computer? Well, the reason I write like that is because I have this theory now, now so many people who, who grew up with, you know, type, I didn't start typing until I was in high school because yeah. now it's so connected to your brain. But I feel like that for me, I don't have to think to do anything. It just kind of keeps me right brain as I'm spewing it out. So yes, yeah, sometimes it goes so fast and furious as I'm hearing the dialogue in my head and I'm saying it out loud a lot of times that I go back and I go, I don't know what that says. Um, yeah. So sometimes it's lost for good. They're just like, well, if it was important, it'll strike the, the, the creativity will strike you again. Yes. The, I know. Somebody asked, when are we doing another TV show earlier? Y'all were writing and trying and trying to sell stuff. We are constantly at it. Um, Kathy said, I do all my writing in cursive and on paper, just like you. Awesome. Well, y'all, we're coming to the end here. I actually have to go and audition an actor uh, right now. And Emerson's got to go pack that car. He's taken way too much shit, but I can't, I can't really talk because. I was about to say, wait, we need to, we've left this part out earlier. The other night during the live stream, because, you know, Dell and I were only live for like 26 minutes of that three hours and 20 minutes. Cause the rest of it was all those like clips and interviews and stuff I pulled together that we shot together. But I can, so you can't see us on camera, and, but I can see Dell in the bottom. Dell was running around that house, packing that luggage, getting the dogs in the car so that by the time we got to the last segment, it was like, okay, and goodbye. And then he, like, he took down the lighting setup and he was out the door the minute it, it was over. It was the last thing is my mic, my lighting gear, which I'm, I'm using right now. And I'll pack this up after we're done right now. Uh -huh. and I'm done until Dallas. Also, you'll appreciate that. I'm bringing, because I'm driving, I am bringing this ring light and the stand because if I have to do some live stream from that hotel room, I mean, I do not trust hotel lighting. I'm just bringing my ring light. I'm bringing my mic, my ring light, my, I even brought a, one of those strips to plug everything in. Oh, yes. Just extra. That's such a good idea. I need to bring that. I th you know who, who inspired me to do that? Our friend Louise Beard. She packs one in her suitcase. I needed a power strip for the hotel room. That is such a good idea. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Oh, and I want to thank, you know, one last time for our last tips for a while. Thank you to Joe Benson and John Brumfield, who also uh, have sent us tips. That Venmo is at Emerson Collins or PayPal. Beard Colin Shores Productions at gmail.com. And as always, to those listening back later on the iTunes and to the podcast version, we appreciate all of you. Love you. About it, but this has been such a great joy and for us to do uh, in the lockdown era. Um, I look, have looked forward to it every week and it has lifted my spirit as much as it has any of yours. Thank you, guys. We love you and we will be back. 
We just don't know when. That's right. Just You'll see the notification before it happens again. We love you all. We appreciate you all. <laughs> and, and, and one more time from the from the girls in the background. Yes, I love Sissy just decided to photobomb this last moment. Uh, say bye too. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.